Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Hey guys, let's start our podcast number five today with Lucy Meek, the super, super, de duper technological teacher. <laughs> Hi, Lucy. How's it going? Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Well, let me give the capivara, as I always say, from the teacher that we're interviewing. Uh, first of all, Lucy, thank you so much for being here with us. You know that I admire you as a person. We have been friends in the internet for a long time right now. Yeah. And it's my pleasure to interview someone that I super admire. Lucy is thank a you. tutor. She's a teacher. She teaches English. She's certified by Cambridge, Celta, and Tiki She was from technology. And one day she said, why not teaching? And so she's applying the two things, teaching English and teaching technology for teachers, right? She has a podcast. It's <laughs> the podcast Talking Treta, right? Teachers, oh, amazing. Teacher Talking Treta. <laughs> Is a podcast supposed to be lighthearted? We don't want to be taken too seriously because we're not experts in anything. So it's like three teacher friends hanging out, talking about stuff. And sometimes we have special guests as well, and they are we're experts. In. We're in for it. You can call the three of us. We're going to be very happy to be there. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> great. We're going to so, cause, cause confusion there. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that I super like to see is your YouTube, the technology for teachers. Mm -hmm. Because the tips you give there are super cool. Like, for example, the recording started, removing that. <laughs> that I saw in the Instagram. So if you're listening to us and if you know teacher Lucy, you should go to her Insta because she always gives us some tips about technology that are super valid, right? Yes, I love my Instagram account that is focused on technology, but I have to confess during the semester when the classes are going regularly without vacation, I focus more on my English Instagram account, so I don't focus so much on technology, but now as I am on vacation, I have posted lots of content mm -hmm. there so check it out guys <laughs> not only that right lucy i know of a project a beautiful project that you lead that is a volunteering project it's uh, teachers that volunteer to teach people that can't afford english classes and this is amazing Ooh, that's super yeah, tell us cool. more really? about it i didn't know great. that Mm -hmm. Well, to be to be honest, I am not leading a project right now. I used to be a volunteer for five years at this nonprofit called Cidadão Pro Mundo, and I am so grateful for this nonprofit institution because that was the first place where I had the opportunity to be in the classroom as a teacher. I was not a professional teacher yet. I was in technology, and they accept volunteers from any areas. If you have like upper intermediate level of English you can be a volunteer there and so that was the first moment I was in the classroom and it was magical I mean we hear stories about how people love their professions and how teachers love being teachers and it was exactly like that it was like a cartoon scene I could see hearts popping <laughs> in my head because so my heart was racing I was so excited it was like the first 
first moment in my life, I felt like I was exactly where I was supposed to be. That was my first day on Earth living my mission, I felt like. I don't wow. know if this is true, but it was very powerful. And I was in technology and I had a big problem because I had a good salary. <laughs> I was not unhappy in technology and I had to, to plan my transition out of technology into education in a way that I could I could support myself, right? But the universe took care of that. <laughs> I lost my job in technology. I got fired. So I got a severance package and I had some money that could help me go by through these years that I was preparing to become a professional teacher and etc. So I am very grateful because this work as a volunteer changed my life. It was not me helping the students only, because of course this help this happens. It was this nonprofit institution helping me change my life. So I will be forever see, grateful uh, for that. It, God always has a way. You are yeah. coffee, you are <laughs> coffee sitting there in your technology job mm -hmm. and zoof, you lose the job. You were already yeah. thinking about a change, but now you have to do it. This is and I, I first met this nonprofit because they came to my the company I used to work for. Uh -huh. I was returning from vacation, so I didn't know anything. I, I arrived at the building and there was this big event going on. And it was like a volunteer day sponsored by the company I worked for. And the nonprofit was there. The volunteers and some students were there. So that was the first contact I had with them. The universe took care of that too because I didn't know which institution to work for and there they were <laughs> I didn't do nice. anything <laughs> and who can who can uh, enroll in the program Cidadão Pro Mundo accepts volunteers I think they have like a selection process that are many people applying because it's a big institution and it's a great project so I don't know when they start recruiting volunteers I think the process is already finished this semester but if you want to check it out go to their Instagram page it's at Cidadão Pro Mundo and so they they conduct this selection process and it's a great experience I strongly recommend because volunteers have to work once a month. They have this way of working in which volunteers alternate classes. So they don't have to be present every Saturday or every Sunday, depending on the branch. They have classes on Sunday. The classes always happen on the weekend, but it's once a month right it's according to the volunteers availability so we have like a schedule and they alternate days so it's something that is doable it's not too much work if you're going to be a regular volunteer right <laughs> but for i was so engaged in this project that i was doing much more than simply teaching one class so whenever someone was absent, I would cover for this person. I was helping with the pedagogical planning. So I was too much involved. And at one point, I felt like it was too much for me to handle. And then I had to take a break for a while. And I am no longer there. But doing volunteer work, 
is so good that you try to do something. You, you have to, tr to do something. Even if you're not involved with, a, with an institution, you want to do something to give back because it becomes like a habit. It's so good. It gives you so much happiness when you do something that is good for somebody else. The reward, else. the reward yes. that the, the student gives to you, the feedback. Exactly. And this is the nice thing about Cidadão Pro Mundo because the students know the volunteers are not professional teachers and they work together as partners. They understand when the, the, the teacher doesn't know something because they're not professionals. It all changed because when I became a professional teacher, it happened during the time I was there, right? I started uh, as a volunteer in technology and then I became a professional teacher during my time there. And the students notice that. The students notice the change. The activities, the transition in between the activities became smooth, right? And I, I had a beginning, a middle and the ending of a class and the students were producing language the way I planned. So I could see the classes better planned and the students were very happy because they were reaching their goals by the end of the class. And they would have this list of questions for me to answer. They asked me, oh, teacher, when are you going to be at the school? And they would come earlier. <laughs> with their Aww. list of questions because they knew I would have a better way to help them understand something because of my professional practice. So things changed, but it was as rewarding as before. It's an amazing experience. I strongly recommend English teachers to do something like that, mm -hmm. to work in a in a volunteer project. It, it now is I like am a start, right? Yeah, it's it's great because you feel like you're doing something back because for example, I am a private teacher. And some teach some well, some people question because which we have a price, right? We charge the students and not everybody can pay can afford private sure. classes. I give one to one private classes only. And people question that. But hey, aren't you working because you love being a teacher? Yeah, <laughs> and but you need to pay I, bills. Of course, but I sometimes feel a little guilty, t to be honest. It hurts me uh, deep down. And so I, I usually, because I have received help from so many people so many times in my life that I feel like I want to give back. I, Lucy, I am in love with you. <laughs> and now, now. <laughs> Yeah, because now I have a group of students pro bono. They don't pay anything. So I found four students who needed help. They needed English. They are amazing young people. They have great jobs and they need English to move forward with their career. So they, they I have only one group of students and this is my pro bono group because I, I feel like I need to do some, I, I need to keep doing something to give back because it's important for us to have this experience oh, yeah. of pro giving bono. back. It's always important. I believe yeah. that all the teachers that are teaching privately, they should think about the ones that can be motivated by that, can get a good job because of that, and the payment will come in actions. And, and this is what we're looking for, it's not just the money. So if you have a group of four people, why not have a fifth one pro bono? Right? Yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah, and then people can get together. All other teachers can get together and maybe work together to to create groups and maybe alternate classes. Sure. I believe that alternating teachers is not positive for the students. I feel like it's something that kind of hinders learning in a way, right? 
because if we could have the same class for like one month and then alternate, I think that would be better. The, the students have to adjust to the teacher. I had times. the experience of uh, changing teachers every day. And What we do you think just, about it? We, like uh, it was alumni and um, mm -hmm. you had to like just follow really strictly what the pedagogical card said from the teacher that taught before so that yeah. you would pick up exactly from there. And, and also Berlitz did this a lot. Berlitz did this, yes, I was Berlitz, a student there. Berlitz did this a lot. And for I me... I think they do this up to this day, I think. I don't know, because it's been yeah. a long time I don't teach yeah. Alumini doesn't do this anymore. I was no, a student no, no. there Alumini, around 2000. I am not going to say the year, but they started to have like the semester. <laughs> I think it was... Nice. Oh, there no. Comes, <laughs> there, there comes a dinosaur. Okay, they started to get like the semester was one teacher. It, it was really even funny because I had... Uh, um, Susan as a teacher mm -hmm. one semester. The next semester, I see Susan wow. again. And I go, you remember like, the teacher's super names. happy. Wow. And I, wow, Susan, how good you're here. She just looked at me in a cold way and said, yeah, nice to have you here. And I go like, damn, I spent five months with her and nothing. Okay, you know what? It was not Susan, it was Vivian. Uh, oh. They are twins. <laughs> and both of them are identical. And, and the voice is the same. And wow. they thought And they taught. <laughs> and then after three classes, I go to her and I say, look, Susan, I am a little bit upset that you look at me and you, you kind of don't remind me from anything we did or, or talked. What happened? Oh, you mean my sister. I'm Vivian. She's Susan. She yeah. could have explained that. That would be a great oh conversation starter, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> But I love them to pieces, both of them. They're super... <laughs> Super, super inspiring. And today they are into um, mystical things and yoga things. They're still Love inspiring. It. They're still inspiring. Jose, I think you have a question, don't you? Yes, uh, Lucy, hey. uh, I admire you so much. You know that because oh. <laughs> we, we talk it in privately and then you help me a lot with Zoom. And then I really admire this uh, this kind of changing. Um, and then how was the transition of uh, like the technology to become a teacher? So how, uh, what did you do to become uh, an English teacher? What did uh, if you took a course or I don't know, tell us. Hey, Josie, you know I am your fan too, right? Josie is super computer savvy. She has an amazing <laughs> workshop. You teach Jamboard, right? Yeah. I, I recommend you to everybody who wants to learn Jamboard, focusing on classes because it's it's not only about technology. You have to know what to do with it, right? And you're certainly going to learn what to do with the technology in the classroom with Josie because she has a lot of experience and she's super qualified for this. Computer savvy. Great girl. She f she's curious. <laughs> she can solve any problem. She goes to and Google. She solves everything. And the yes. So generous. So generous. <laughs> I, I tell everybody about, about <laughs> she's Josie. She's desperate and she goes like, you see, you do this to do that. Super yeah. cow. Because she understands the sequence of events that need to take place for you to get to a conclusion, right? And this yeah. is amazing. This is something that needs to be told. <laughs> It's not a regular person teaching Jamboard. Oh. It's someone who 
knows what she's doing, right? And I have a, a video on my YouTube channel that has like 20,000 views. And it was, cre I, I recorded this video because Josie asked me something about Zoom. And then I did some research. I shared the, the answer with her. She said, oh, it solved my problem. I recorded the video. <laughs> and it's yeah. my one success video <laughs> in my YouTube Yay. channel. So she, she is involved in pretty much everything that I do <laughs> professionally. <laughs> so thank you yeah. so much, Josie. Uh, but yeah, it's a very interesting question because I, I, I was in love with teaching. I didn't know what to do. I, I said I lost my job, but I got a job at my dream school. I used to be a student at Associação Alumni that Tati mentioned. I, I studied there in 2001, I think. And it really changed, it really took me out of the post-intermediate plateau because I, I was living there. <laughs> I, it was like a very long experience in the post-intermediate plateau. I was not able to become fluent even though I was studying very hard. And my experience at Alumni really took me out of that plateau. And I finally became confident enough to go to my boss and say, okay, you know what, I'm ready, you can, you can uh, get me into meetings, you can invite me for, for projects because I really want to expose myself to English because I feel like I'm ready. So it was the school that really changed my life and I, I really wanted to work there. So I wrote a letter to the oh. institution telling my story. Ah, it was a, stu a student there, it was the school that changed my life and I didn't have any intention of working there because I thought the, the level of the professionals there was too high for me because it wasn't a professional at all. So I told them about my story, I told them about the volunteering uh, work, and I told them that I would be so happy <laughs> if they could tell me the kind of certificates that I should pursue or the qualifications that I needed to have to be able to apply for a job there. And after some months, I don't know how many months, but after some time, they invited me to take part in the training slash selection process that they conduct twice a year and I was there super happy because I, I felt like they were giving me a training course right I didn't feel like I didn't have just to I take part of the selection and and having the training it's already yes. it's already it I mean because you, the training is excellent and you get it yeah, <laughs> really good and, but I was super lighthearted because I felt like I was not I was not competing you know I don't think I'm eligible to become a teacher here because all the other people were so qualified <laughs> and I was I was having fun everybody was so stressed out and upset because those training sessions last like three four weeks and they were they were looking for a new job and I was having fun enjoying the training course and my attitude was so positive that, that they kept thinking about me indeed by the end of the selection process I wasn't hired um, and the coordinator called everybody who was not going to get a class. She called one, one each person to tell them, I'm sorry, but we don't have a group for you, but we will keep in touch. And everybody was so nervous and upset because they had spent like a month there taking this training course. They didn't be hired. They, they, they gained a super course. 
Yeah, but you can imagine, right? Super qualified professionals with a lot of experience spending one month going there every day. And by the end of the selection process, oh, we don't have a group for you. I understand the frustration, but I was happy. <laughs> and I didn't hug the coordinator because she was a super serious woman. But I looked at her and I said, you know what? You didn't give me a job right now, but you gave me a profession. And I will never forget oh, this. Yeah. And I started crying, and she cried a little bit too. It was, was an her? awkward moment. Um, Bia Jorge, Beatriz Jorge. She is a very serious woman, <laughs> demanding <laughs> and strict. But I will never forget this. I will be forever grateful <laughs> for everything she's ever done in my life. You know, whatever she asks me, I will do. <laughs> this is interesting. This is interesting that you mentioned that uh, the frustration, the negation, the 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 feeling that you were not chosen. But even mm -hmm. in that time, you had an open door, an open window of opportunity. Uh, whoever is listening to us must know that we, we, cannot, mm -hmm. we cannot win all the time. Even the job yeah. of your dreams, maybe not today, maybe another time. I am yes. sure that right now, if this Lucy, after so many years, goes back there, they're going to hire you like, poof, hired. Oh, but they hired me one semester later. <laughs> they called me. Oh, so I cool. took the time to, to study. So I took my TKTs while I was waiting for an opportunity. I, I, I was thinking about what to do. And I was this close from, from going back to technology when I got a call from Alumni asking me if I could teach a group in July during vacation. And I said, oh, yes, of course, I am I'm ready. I'm ready right now. When do I start? I was super happy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was something temporary to cover from the other teachers who were on vacation. There was a breast dissolve event happening, I think, in another city. And so there were not a lot of teachers available. But they liked my work and they hired me. And I worked there for like three years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you. Great. I was living my dream, you guys. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like the planets aligned and the universe was really helping me because i that's why I say I have been helped by so many people so many times. All of these people helped me for me to be here as a teacher right now talking to you girls because I wouldn't be able to do anything by myself, I think. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for these people I mentioned here. There are many other people involved in this story that I wasn't able to mention the names. All the students present on that first day that I was in the classroom, it was a ridiculous class. I taught only 30% of the content <laughs> I was supposed to. I caused a big problem because that was the first class of the semester. All the, the other teachers had a lot of trouble <laughs> catching up with the content because of that horrible experience. I was so 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 happy none of those things mattered i was jump jumping up and down i was jumping for three days before i finally <laughs> calmed myself down <laughs> so you know every student who was present there is also responsible for this this and is from, nice from, to know because uh yeah. they're anonymous but deep down if they sympathize with you they know yeah. that they are part of it exactly right to me
Oh, I'm so amazed by her story then. <laughs> I know, my colleagues are so amazed. I'm almost crying. I want to hug everybody that helped so. Lucy. Yes, me too. And, <laughs> and while, while she was talking, I was thinking about my life too, because it also happened to me. Many people have many people helped me along this so many years I've been working with it. And I also had so many students and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this moment now that you are with me. I'm so proud of you. I'm so oh. proud of working with you, of meeting you. And that's oh. so super cool. I am, <laughs> okay. I am glad I'm not wearing makeup today so I can You can cry, cry and it's going to be spilled, <laughs> but it's not going to go in air, on air, just a little piece of it. So it's no problem at all. Right. I have I before before my question I have something to say to Lucy that I always hated teaching online. I always I was always afraid. Oh no, teaching online is not my cup of tea. I prefer presential. I like the people. I like the environment of a classroom. So no. But since the pandemic started, I had to deal with this online universe. And I was on Instagram someday and I saw Lucy selling a course, Zoom para professores. I had no idea about Zoom. I've never attended a Zoom meeting before. And then I saw, okay, I think I'll buy this course, open it and see what the things will be. And then I took this course and I started using Zoom. Uh, I, always, I also started with a volunteering project. I took mm -hmm. some students and I charged them only 99 reais a month. And they had classes three times a week. And then I used this group as my co-banks for six months. And I changed these people's life because wow. uh -huh, I had six students and all the six students nowadays, after one year and a half, they have something with English. For example, one went to Portugal and now she's living there. The other was promoted at her job. The other one, now she can talk to her uh, niece because she oh. lives in the US and now she can communicate with her. So I helped all these people. And it always started by how to deal with Zoom, how to work with <gasps> it. I had no idea. Now I'm mm. gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes were already teared, all teared up, and now I'm gonna cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> After that, some months later, I was working with my technology and tools workshop and then then I met Josie and I asked Josie to help me with some advanced settings zoom advanced settings because I knew the basics and I would like to know more and then Josie trained me and Josie told me that oh I was trained by Lucy and I said okay me too Ooh, everybody oh, loves Lucy. 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 <laughs> my students oh my god I'm so proud of you girl girls <laughs> but Josie is a self-taught technology person right it just gave her the the first steps and then she went from there by herself she, mm -hmm. she... and my question for you is what are you doing right now how many students you have how can you deal with these students 
Okay, how is your life? She does go to gym. She does take care of herself. She taught me that in one of her uh -huh. courses. That's what I want to know. You need to have your time. This I yes. learned from her. This is what I learned from her. So this is the thing, right? I'm I'm kind of living my dream, the my dream. This is what I have dreamt of becoming a, a private teacher, teaching the students the way I want. Nowadays, I am autonomous. I, I I work for myself. I don't work for a school anymore. So I do whatever I want, and I teach one to one only i only have individual students i have one group that is the pro bono group which is a lot of fun they make me want to have more groups because it's very productive as well but i i got to the point in my life where i don't want to overwork myself you know i don't want to work too much because i was working too much before in technology and i wasn't living my life to the fullest potential that i could have per in, in my personal personal life and my professional life. So now I decided I want to do things differently. And I have a limit of students that I have. I separate one day of the week for me to take care of my personal things. I have free time every day to wow. go to the gym, to do exercises. What is this yes. free time? What is this? Yeah, every know. time is yet. something that we have when we accept that we have limitations. Because, of course, I'm talking about money. I could make more money, but I don't want to. It's not that I don't like the money. I like my free time. So I kind of have this Congratulations, Lou. I set this limit for myself and I accept it, you know, and I feel like, okay, maybe in the future I can have groups to make more money and, you know, change, have more possibilities for my work, but I have a limit. So I don't know how many students that I have. I, I'd say I teach, I usually teach around five classes a day, five to six classes a day, no more than that. And it's the limit. I'm not gonna work more than this because I want to continue having my free time, like I said to Tati, because I have my therapy, I have my gym workout time, I have my meditation time. You have I your have hobby. I have my husband, I have uh -huh. my professional development time, which brings me a lot of joy. I, I know you like studying too, right? It's so yes. great. <laughs> I love studying not only yeah, English, actually. but methodology and everything that is associated with teaching everything that we can bring to the classroom and experiment with our students and maybe help them solve a problem faster that's amazing right so it's true i have i need to have time to do all of these things I think that the question here is, um, what would you tell someone that is beginning, someone that is starting fresh? What is the message you would leave for this person? And what is the message you would leave for a teacher f that had taught for many, many years like myself and mm -hmm. is afraid of technology? It's afraid of starting something. You know, I want one advice for the young and for the old in the profession to finalize. Uh -oh. 
great question wow <laughs> so for for the new teachers i would say that it's important to study methodology and teaching techniques before anything else because when we want to, to become an english language teacher we are usually good at english somehow of course we need to study more but for us to be able to teach students what we know we have to have some grasp of the methodology a sequence of activities because it makes a lot of difference. Of course, you can start by buying a, a course book and following the teacher guidelines, but it's so much better when you know the purpose behind these activities. When you know what you can skip, when you know what you can modify, you will deliver something that has that has much more value to your to your students and you will feel empowered as a teacher because you will see results. So this is what really made a difference in my case, when I was able to get some information about methodology and how things work in the classroom, it's not random. It's not just following the, the, the teacher's book guidelines. It's much more than that. And for the teachers who are experienced and are afraid of technology, I would say there is a, there is a coach, a learning coach on the internet called Jim Quick. Um, and he teaches people how to learn and how to memorize things. And he says one very important thing for people to start learning is to forget. And when he talks about forgetting, is forgetting the preconceived ideas that you already have. So if you believe, you strongly believe that you're not capable of dealing with technology, you will not be able to deal with technology and technology will be your enemy. You don't have to love technology, but you have to use it to your benefit. It's like driving, for example, because the car is a machine and you're giving commands for the machine to do what you want. You communicate with a car by following certain procedures. And it's the same thing with the computer. We just need to learn how to give these commands for the computer to do what we want and use the computer to our benefit. So see technology as your partner that will help you get faster to places, right? As a car, something cool. like that. And I want to mention that this thing about methodology that I mentioned for younger teachers, I learned from Rodrigo Sigoli, who is my teacher and mentor, and he was in, in my podcast last week. And I learned, he confirmed something that really made a difference in my life. And that's why I mentioned this. I was usually confused between language or methodology, but in fact, what really made a difference in my career in the beginning was knowing that I had some knowledge of methodology because I felt more confident. And it's I felt basis. more professional. Is the basis. Yeah. True. You mentioned lots of very, very, very <laughs> awesome teachers. I will try mm -hmm. to bring them here as well, because once you mention, people need to know them, right? Yeah, sure. see we're coming to the end unfortunately and um you know a podcast has oh. to have the end we don't <laughs> but the podcast has so i want I, to continue I, 
<laughs> I want to, but people are going to kill us because we made the whole study about how many mm. minutes a person will listen to us. Yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't mean that we can take it from here in another podcast with Lucy in a, another specific case. I'm super yeah, interested. Sure. I'm super interested, uh, of course, because of my age, because of my experience in things that I can achieve still in the profession that I didn't do yet and Lucy can help me with. And so many teachers my age, you know, I see people very afraid of uh, going online, putting your face in Instagram, and she can teach a lot about this. Confidence, right guys? So Lucy, oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much from for accepting our invitation so fast making it happen <laughs> and showing what a beautiful human being you are uh, you're you're you. tiny i want to like, smash you the day i see you i am going to promote a big meeting with teachers all over and i'm going to hug i'm not going to talk the whole meeting i'm going to just hug people <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be a hugging session great it's going to be like make a line, i'm down make a line. i'm going to hug everybody and kiss everybody okay I'm gonna Yay. make the, you know, like the 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 kiss booth that people have in oh. films. I'm gonna be it. Hugging booth, yeah. Hugging Free booth. hugs for everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Lucy, thank I just, you. I thank just wanted you. to mention my podcast, which Please I have do. with my friends Andrea and Felipe. It's called Teacher Talking Treta. It's so in Portuguese. for me to pronounce <laughs> that name. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tongue twister, right? I feel it's like it's difficult. I, I can't speak the letter R. Neither can Josie. Oh. <laughs> we have Lingua Presa in Portuguese. Oh, yeah. Some, some sounds yeah. are particularly tricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a podcast where we're not supposed to be taken seriously. It's just a conversation for people to be entertained. But it's much longer than your podcast. We didn't do any studies, so it's much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you want uh, help tips about technology go to my instagram account which is at teacher lucy mick l-u-c-i-m-i-k i have some tips there some reels some videos and you can find more information about my courses my upcoming courses yeah we're gonna call hopefully. you back when you have that idea that you talked about in the yes, beginning yes hopefully for, now, we'll have for something. the moment we're gonna be quiet we're gonna sure <laughs> we're gonna give you the resting time you deserve okay mm -hmm. yes yeah. i want to finish this podcast with a quote that i guess uh summarizes everything we've just talked that is everything's perfect the way it is Oh, so that's man. what happened in Lucy's life and in our lives too. Yeah, it had to be. So we good. were meant to be. That's exactly. it. Nice Thank quote. you guys. Thank you so much. Thank Nobody you. Thank finish you. it. I have to be the mean person. Okay? No problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be mean. Lucy. Thanks thank a bunch, you Lucy. So much. Thank you, oh, thank thank you so guys. Much, Lucy. See you next podcast.